0: NBA Australia, how are you going? How are you going? You good? I bloody well hope so, bro. That's right, it's NBA Australia. I'm your host, James Clements. I'm the editor of CodeBet. That's a very good website. Go check that out. Uh, you might as well say you have seen this podcasting mug of mine on Fox Sports Lab NBA with my good friend Carlos Buza and my other good friend Ben Dixon, uh, or in the paper, all the way across this wide brown land of ours. Uh, I'm here in Lariama Studios. Thursday night, hanging out, and giving you the lowdown, all the ins and outs of the NBA season. We're halfway through, done, We've got some halfway uh, awards. That'll be fun. We're up Australia a bit. That's what we always do, isn't it? Uh, big weekend ahead as well. So we've got, to, like, in terms of game wraps, I'm a little bit stoked on these because there are some awesome games at the moment. It's like the NBA is just going, oh, yeah, cool. That's the uh, NFL playoffs, eh? Let's start cranking it up. Uh, the other sort of big stuff is Josh Gideon All-Star. What do you reckon? I'll talk about that later. Uh, and Ben Simmons ducked Giddy the other day, as we all know, and then turned around and had his own triple-double. Wasn't as good, but anyway, we'll talk about that. Uh, we'll get the NBA straight Game Raps. We'll get a juicy slab of that's not a knife. Oh, mate, no, mate. Spud of the night, better than Lonzo Ball, dickhead of the week. Uh, we'll get some year nazi on popular opinion of the day in our back take house. We were serving up a flame grill take. And I believe in Andrew Gay's Grey Mumber Award for outstanding achievement in the field of excellence. And we'll finish off with a cooking with Bensy for your weekend. Love it because I'm a bit cooked. <laughs> oh, Jimmy, you're a bit tired. Yeah, this has been my fourth show for today. Fucking up. Right, let's get into it. Eight seventy-seven. That's right. Episode eight seventy-seven. That's so many episodes. I love it. Let's go. This is Joe Ingalls, and you're listening to NBA Australia. Watch out for the Shaq attack! Ah, you better. Oh, you better watch out for the, the Jay Crawford attack if you're Shaq. Fucking punked him on uh the Jeopardy that they had on the old inside of the NBA the, the other day. It's pretty good. Jamal Crawford. He might have the personality of like a wet blanket, but he's like slightly funny enough and a bit sly, so I'm kind of here for it, so. noise. Uh, right, let's start today's show the way we start every show here at NBA Australia, apparently we're just Jimmy Whinging. Oh, I'm just a bit tired, man. Oh, I have a fucking silk gym. <laughs> <laughs> Daily Whip Brown. I like it. Uh, yeah, just a busy week. Uh, Fox Sports Lab NBA cruising along at the moment. Good times. Fox Sports Lab NFL, I'm on that as well. That's rad. Love talking NFL with uh, my man Freddie Mitchell. But uh, yeah, we've also got Kobet Daily kicking back in, so, you know, just rung out a tiny bit, but she's all right. It's more to do with the fact that the squid woke up three times last night. The littlest squid, squid dose. Of course, hashtag Strayer. you all know this. I can hear everybody nodding, Go, yeah, Jimmy, a bit fucked, and it's so, like, yeah. <laughs> the Elder Squid, of course, slept right through. He was still asleep when I left the house at like 7.30. It's like, all right. This is just you fucking trolling, isn't it? <laughs> you never sleep this late. Anyway. Uh, so I feel like a few tins would have been in order tonight, but I might have just passed out halfway through the show. So I had a sneaky couple. And off we go. Uh, right. Starting today's show, the way we started, with the bit of Shams news. Uh, I love Shams just popping up every now and again with his uh, weird, shitty, um, oh, yeah, this is happening, this is happening, this is happening. It's like, all right. And chaos ensues. Like, apparently, John Wall has already been kicked to the curb by the Clippers. They're shopping his deal because they've got no other fucking contracts, apparently. (laughs) No, yeah, we need point guard help. It's like. Isn't that why he brought in John Wall and made a giant fucking song and dance about it while well, everyone sat there and went, Yeah, but we know he's cooked. What are you doing, you idiots? Like three months later. <laughs> oh, John Wall, shit. Fuck him off. You've also got Reggie Jackson. Uh, they're like, "Oh, what, How do we get Mike Conley? That clip is uh squad is a mess. I'm going to talk about that again later. Uh, but the fact that John Wall also was making some news today, I'll talk about him in a second. Um, it was pretty funny. Just like just a lot of John Wall news. Like, very much outstripping his uh, basketball production with how much he was actually in the news, which is always great. And when I mean, when I say great, I mean shit. If you're not a good player and you're making news, it's just like his impact has been fucking negligible. Right. Uh, other stuff. Shams brought up the fact that the Wizards have traded, well, they're trying to trade Rui Hachi Mura. And uh, we'll see what happens there. Basically, because they've got we've got a log jam at forward, yeah, and they're all shit. <laughs> ah, my kingdom for like Denny Avdija to be good. Corey Kispit. Oh, geez, wasting a pick this year on Johnny Davis. Yeah, doing great, Wizards. Brad Beal comes back. Hooray! You got to win. I'm just like watching this Wizards team is just like pulling teeth though sometimes. Um, but the fact that they beat the next day is just. Never not fucking hilarious because anytime the Knicks lose, it's just always funny. Um, but it's really, it's like, oh, the log jamming forward, man. The log jamming forward. It's like, yeah, Rui's shit. Kispert's shit. Avdijah's shit. You got to trade Will the Thrill Barton, get him off to the Sixers or get Rui to like Phoenix or something. a way you go. <laughs> Either way. Um, other little bits of news, uh, Luca. there was a big ESPN report, Tim McMahon's like, yeah, sources said Donchich, Luca Doncic. He hasn't shown a desire to be involved in personnel matters in the past, but he's strongly indicated he wants the Mavs to upgrade before the trade deadline. Cuban came out, yeah, McMahon's talking shit. That's fucked. Luca's not said a fucking word or indicated anything. It's like, all right, who do I believe, the reporter or Mark Cuban? Uh, who has done sweet fuck all to put another star around Luca, and that's a bit of a problem. Again, we'll talk about that later. But some good news. The bucks they might get Giannis Antetokounmpo and Chris Midi, kate Middleton back uh, this weekend, which is pretty handy. Uh, Saturday, they play the Cavs. Watch out there, Cleveland. Cleveland. Uh, Cam Johnson back for the Suns. Watch out there, Brooklyn. And uh, that's a massive, massive, massive plus for Phoenix just to get him back and acclimatized uh, even though you don't have Devin Booker it's just like we need to do something <laughs> while we try to figure out the sale while we try to kick fucking Deandre Ayton's Deandre Aiton's ass into gear more like Deandre Aston um that's how much he's that's how badly he's played this year but they're a bit of a mess. Get Cam back in there. Get him back and firing by the time Booker gets back, and you can at least set yourself up for the second half of the year, can't you? Brad Beale, I mean, oh, geez. The man with the no trade clause. Literally, look, not to talk about, you know, deserving a contract, but the fact that Brad Beale makes 50 mil, is always hurt, barely plays, isn't actually that good. <laughs> And has a no trade clause is still the funniest fucking thing in the world, isn't it? It's like, oh nah, man, oh, I'm fucking great. And Washington are like, Yes, you are. Here's a no trade clause and fifty million bucks a year. And everyone's like, ah, oh, yeah, that's that's not great, is it? <laughs> quick. Quick, give the twenty two point game scorer for his career a fifty million dollar contract. That always works out great. Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith and our man Josh Scott Green. The Dallas Mavericks were not good today. Never looked like... They'll, well, there was a moment there they looked like they'll win it, and then they got run over the top of by the uh, Hawks. But it's just good to see Josh Scott Green back out. They hit all of his shots. Finney-Smith going around, causing a bit of havoc. He was okay. But it's just nice to get people back from injury, isn't it? Um, and... In terms of other news, that's about it, really. I mean, we've got about three weeks before absolute chaos just goes off. Uh, we got a big Stephen Adams Brew game winner today. That was awesome. But I'm just excited for uh, you know all these players coming back. You hate, hate, hate. When players go out, so it's just nice to have some back. Uh, we had two, we had a couple of wild endings, so let's do some game wraps. Game wraps, game wraps, game wraps, game wraps, game wraps, game wraps, game wraps for the last four days, all the way back to Monday. Hope you are paying attention. Um, I certainly was. I watched a lot of basketball this week. Uh, always handy when your uh, picks smash it for the first couple of days of your picks, and then it all falls apart. But you get that on the big jobs. Uh, right, to cast your mind back. We did a show Sunday night. That was a good one. Nick's Pistons played the next day. Nick smashed him 117 Because uh Julius Randle. Julius, forty two and fifteen. He loves loves kicking the fuck out of the Pistons. He's like, How can I gooseman my numbers against a shit team? It's like, aha, the Pistons. Watch this. Uh the Clippers beat the shit out of the Rockets. One twenty one, one hundred, ah, gone to the days. Remember when Chris Paul's on both of those teams? leading sorties through the backs, back fucking alleyways of Staples Center. Unbelievable. Uh, Kawhi. (laughs) (laughs) He played. The Rockets are a fucking G League team though, so whatever. Uh, that's like just shit ass. Uh, the Warriors lost to the Bulls because Vooch just absolutely tore up. Um, Draymond Green noted, uh, self promoter as one of the greatest defenders of all time. Uh, I don't know, maybe slow down Nikola Vucevic. That'd be an idea. Just saying. Just saying. Maybe. You if you eight, four, and seven there, Draymond, you could have stopped the big fucking Vooch from getting forty three and thirteen, mate. <laughs> one thirty two, one eighteen. Um the Warriors at least turned around and won the next uh road game, but jeez, looking pretty dire. The Thunder. Thunder up! This is the one I alluded to earlier. Josh Giddy equals his career high with a 28-9-9. Ben Simmons ducks him. Oh, my back hurts. Do you just want to not get out Sean by the mop-top mumber Ben? No. Yes. <laughs> 100%. I have <laughs> a chance. It's exactly what happened. Uh, Thunder controlled this game, then ran over the top of them late, whereas the Nets sort of felt like they were kind of just like, we're going to be okay. We're going to be – no, God damn it. And they just got fucking – they did get straight killed in that fourth quarter, and it was embarrassing. But he got straight killed. Uh, you should be embarrassed of yourselves. Nets, um, this is the thing without KD. I talked about how they'd be able to keep their heads above water. They are not, <laughs> and it's not going to get any easier. It's because you have that moment of like, ah, oh, right, when KD's not there, everybody can just key in on Kyrie Irving and his dumb fuck iso ball, and he's like, what do I do? Ah, oh, I'll just keep shooting. It's like, no, no. That's that's not what you do. Oh, that's not what you do at all. And Ben Simmons is like, oh, I'll help, and everyone's like, Ben, you're not helping. And he's like, Ah, but I am. And it's like, No, no, you you're really not. And he's like, ah, oh, my back hurts. Like, Yep, there we go. Um, <laughs> anyway, so an embarrassing loss for the uh, KD-less Nets. Should have won that, but Giddy was fucking amazing in that game. We'll talk about that again later. The Kings, Faze Laser, one thirty-two bit the Spurs, one nineteen. Uh, the Nugs just held off the Magic Men. One of my favorite picks this week was picking the Magic, plus nine and a half. The Magic, look, they'll fight. Um, step back three, the buzzer, boom. Nikola Jokic with the 17, 10, and 14. Just rips off, what, three straight triple dubs this week? Unbelievable. Uh, the Blazers beat the piss out of the Mavs, 141 123 because the Mavs apparently just think the defense is optional at the moment. And the Sixers outlast the Lakers' In hilarious fashion, thanks to Joel Embiid at the buzzer. Well, not at the buzzer, because Rusty had the ball at the end of that game and fucked it. 113, 112. Embiid was awesome. 35 11. LeBron James had 35 8 and 10. Tuesday's games. Celtics beat the piss out of the Hornets. 131 18 because Jason Tatum went off. He had 51. My man Drabs was there. He had his Hugo. You know, he's the uh, little Hornet. Said so there was a lot of Celtics fans there. <laughs> no shit because there's eight Hornets fans. Uh, the Bucks beat the Pacers shorthanded because Drew Holiday is a fucking madman. 35-11 for him, 132-119. The Cavs, that's right, Cleveland, Cleveland beat the shit out of New Orleans, 113-103. Real good down the stretch. Darius Rucker, Judy Garland with the 30-11. He was unreal. Uh, Pacers, I mean, sorry, they lost to the Bucks. I'm just thinking about that Pacers game, and I'm like, yeah, they're not good. Oh geez. And then you sort of see like a team like the Pelicans are also playing shorthand. You're like, yeah, they at least put up a fight. Ugh, bit tough. Raptors, they beat the Knicks in hilarious fashion in overtime. Uh Jalen Brunson misses the game winning three. It all came after. The RJ Barrett drive. That was fucking rad. Grabs a rebound, six seconds. He's down the fucking end of the court. Off the Scotty Barnes, missed free throw, then dunks on Scotty Barnes. We're going overtime. Knicks then aren't very good in overtime. Let the Warriors score at will and lose. Warriors then turned around and beat the Wizards because the Wizards just, I mean... This is horrible! There's no other way to put it! That's right, 127-118. Great job by the Warriors as they went to the White House and had Joe Biden um, stumble over Clay Thompson's name. If there's a name that you're going to stumble over, it's very clearly the pretty hard one. Clay Thompson. Anyway... (laughs) Jordan Poole at 32. How good was the zinger, though? The extreme zinger meal. Yeah, 32 as well. Hawks beat the Heat. Oh, it's getting hot in here. Uh 121-113. Th- I was like, ah, oh, nah, man, the Hawks, this is great. They're turning a corner. Ah, oh, let's go, Hawks. Woo! Atlanta, Atlanta. And that's exactly what they did. I predicted this one, felt good about it. Then I went, nah, they'll lose to the Mavs, and they kept rolling, so... I'm too smart for my own good, apparently. But Jimmy Butler had 34. DeJounte Murray was fucking great on that one. Uh, the Yaz outlast the Wolves. Crazy game. Walker Kessler with a 20-point, 20. 21-rebound game. Oh, geez, you'd rather have him than Rudy Gobert, wouldn't you? Yes, yes. I mean, you just fucking would at this point. Uh, pretty funny, weird game. The Wolves are shit. <laughs> they just are. And you can't feel bad because they did it to themselves. Uh, what else? 136, the Suns got smashed 106 to by the Grizzlies. 136-106, unbelievable scenes. Uh, also, I mean, just to reiterate that Jazz game, like, they fucking smashed them. They came from nowhere in the fourth quarter. Like, Clarkson was incredible. They were down 10 in the fourth quarter, and they weren't over the top of them. Colin, the sex man, Sexton's back. He was awesome. Just hate, hate, hate that Wolves team. Jimmy, is it just because D'Angelo Russell's on it? Mostly. Ant-Man's awesome. D'Lo is the worst. Uh, and finally, the Lakers beat the Rockets. Uh, 141-32. The 32 The Browns at 48-8-9. But more importantly, Shingun at 33-15. What a legend. The legend of Shingun. Uh, sounds like an ABC kids... Uh, I don't know, adventure story, or at least something you would have watched after Roger Ramjet back in the olden days. The Legend of Shangoon. You're like, all right, what is this? It's the Lost Cities of Gold? Uh the Bucks yesterday. Now on the Wednesday, finally. Jesus, Jimmy, sped it up. 130, beat the Raptors, 122. Uh, we had a good old fashioned point guard battle. Uh, we had Drew Holiday 37, 6 and 7, go up against Fred Van Vliet of the fighting Van Vliet, 39, 9 and 7 for him. Awesome game. Great job by the Bucs. Just eked away at the end and just sort of kept them at arm's length. It was huge. It's a massive win without Giannis or Mitty. Uh, The Spurs beat the Nets because I told you, the Nets are shit. Oh, but Jimmy, Ben Simmons had a triple-double. Yeah, he had 10 shots for his 10 points. I hit two free throws. Yeah, great. I said seven turnovers. 10, 11, and 10. What a triple-double. Attack the basket, Ben. Okay. No, for the full game, Ben. Oh, I didn't think you meant the full game. There's, he, I swear, he's just... There is just something about Simo's brain where he's like, oh, I've done enough. You're like, just... If you combine Josh Giddy's work ethic with Ben Simmons, you'd have a player that was better than LeBron James, I fucking swear to God. Uh, the Nuggets beat the Blazers, 122-113. Uh, Dame at 44, too bad. Nikola Jokic, hello, 36-12-10. and 10. And the uh, Sixers beat the Clippers in LA, which was a surprise to me. I picked the Clips because I'm thinking, well, Embiid, Harden, a couple of days in LA. They're going to lose this one by 20. Uh, they did not, 121-10. Embiid was incredible, 41-9. Kawhi. <laughs> Played again, yeah, 27. Um, And then today... Some wild games today. The Wizards beat the Knicks, 116-105, because Kuzma was unstoppable. Put on a fucking show. He was massive. Brunson was great again too, 32 for him. Big win for the Wiz is a phrase that you could use if the Wizards should be winning basketball games. They should not. This is the point. It's like, Wiz, just... What are you doing? Pack her up, boys. Uh, The Hawks beat the Mavericks. Trey Young... Luca, it's like nah, DeJunte Mari's a fucking weapon and the Mavericks defence is shit at the moment. So, uh 122 The Mavs were right there, came back, were sort of down for like most of what the first half it felt like. And then sort of got it back on even footing, got ahead, and then just fucking let the Hawks just run over the top in the fourth quarter. Just gross. At home, you should not be letting that happen. There's just something fucking wrong about that Mavs team and I I'd just be like, nah, fuck it. Burn it down. <laughs> just do whatever we can to get another star around Luca, And we'll figure out the defense later. Jesus. Uh, the Hornets beat the Rockets in a tank bowl. That's some great tanking by the Rockets. Mm, that's good tanking. 122-117. Jalen Green, 41 points in the loss. Thanks for coming, Jalen. Uh, the Grizzlies, the are tipping. How good is Steven's proof? Oh, I'll better top the sin, Hey, I'll top the sun for the win. And you're like, ah, oh, what a legend. Tipped it in for the win, brew. Oh, that was sweet. I reckon my mum and my dad, they would have seen that, eh? Beckenham's Z 115-114, huge win for the Grizz. They just keep rolling, don't they? What an absolute fucking juggernaut they are. That was the Grizzlies' uh, 11th straight win. It's uh, pretty good. They and the Nuggets are legit at the top of that... uh Western Conference. The Heat beat the Pelicans. Just, this was the one game where you're like, oh, the Pelicans just, yeah, if you can't stop anybody and the Heat are on fire, off you go. Uh, and the Thunder beat the Pacers pretty handily, 126-106. Giddy and SGA. Jeez, they look like everyone having fun playing together too. Uh, the Yaz, they beat the Clips 126-103 because the Clips pff, got fucking wrecked by the finisher, 34-12 and 12 for Larry. The Nugs beat the Wolves in hilarious fashion because the Wolves are shit house. And the nugs are inevitable. Fuck, yoker was good down the stretch there. It did feel like the Wolves threw that game though. Literally, the they were throwing the ball out of bounds to nobody, and it was just so dumb. They are so dumb. You got to fire that. Like, well, oh, we've extended Cringe, Chris Finch. It's like, yep, yeah, but should you have? Because nothing's working. And then the Kings fight the, loser, beat the Lakers. Bit of revenge for the other day. 116, 111. You love to see it. Uh, Lakers fuck up at the end with a take foul. After hitting a three to give themselves a bit of a sniff right at the end, uh, Darren Fox, smart move passing in the front court. Huge vibes. Loved it. Good win. Don't look now. But your King Deli led Sacramento King Delis are 25 and 18 have won five straight, are seven games above 500, and a third in the West. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's not a knife. That's a knife. Oh, right, a shit ton of really good performances the last four days. Like, seriously, I was sort of keeping track of them over the last couple of days. I'm like, this list is getting long. <laughs> I need to slow it down. Tatum with his fifty-one against Charlotte. I mean, yes, that's like thirty-seven against any actual team. Uh, but fifty-one is fifty-one. No fucking around. Forty-one for him, beat against the Clippers after thirty-five and eleven against the Lakers. Both wins in L.A. Huge vibes for the big man, the big Cameroonian French U.S. guy. Uh, forty-three, thirteen, four and four steals against self-assured and self-proclaimed. Greatest defensive player of all time for big nuke Vucevic. Draymond, he should lose like one of his defensive player of the year statues for letting Vuc go off for 43-13, 4-4. Four four. Just saying, 37-7-6 for Giroud Holiday, uh, which backed up. Well, like basically, this is remember, this is Giroud without any of his mates. He's just talk about old mate, no mates. He's just got no mates out there. It's like he and Joe Ingles and Brooke Lopez, and he's like, this is what, all right, fuck it, let's just win. <laughs> And everyone's like, all right, Giroux, I don't want to fight you. You're awesome. And uh, so Giroux just went off, kicked some ass, took some names. Um, back-to-back games, 34-4 and 11 against the Pacers, 37-6 and 7 against the Raptors. Two huge wins for the Bucks as well after they dropped those back-to-back games against Miami. Without Giannis, without Mitty. what a legend. Uh, LeBron James, 48-8-9 and 9 against Houston, as mentioned. Uh, against his ninth father-son duo. You old! You old! Speaking of old, oh, don't you just feel old too sometimes when you see LeBron play against like someone's kid? You're like, ah, oh, wait, I remember his dad playing. I mean, sure, I never played against his dad, but Jesus. Dame Lillard, any other week, 40 and 44... 40 in that win over Luca, 44 and a loss to the Nugs. But, of course, the man that I just mentioned, the man who leads those Nugs. Niccoli Archage, hello. Um, he's had a pretty good week. Oh, Jim, do you reckon? Yeah, 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 I do. Because he's just ripped off three back-to-back-to-back to back to back and triple-doubles because that's what you fucking do when you are probably... Gonna win your third straight MVP. Um, 17 10 and 14 against Orlando, 36 12, and 10 against Portland, and 31 11 and 13 against Minnesota today. That those last two on back to backs, uh, yes, you're at home for the back to backs, but still you have 31, 11 and thirteen in thirty one minutes. The craziest part about the game against Portland, he just shot a lazy thirteen of fourteen from the field. Fucking hell. That is just chaos engine vibes, isn't it? And you love to see it from the big surb. Uh, the nugs have now won eight on the trot. That's the second longest winning streak in the NBA behind the Memphis Grizzlies. They are thirty two and thirteen. The Grizz are thirty one and thirteen. Those are gonna be your top two seeds in the West. Like we're more than halfway through the season now. Like it's a big fucking gap. <laughs> So great job, and Nikolay Yorkic. How about Spud of the night? Spud, 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 Spud. It is Spud of the night. Spud of the night. Russell Westbrook. At any point, it feels like you're just like, what? What is he doing? Uh, there was a great moment against the Kings, getting booed uh, in his own building. Um, basically tried to ISO, dribble around, and then just like lost the ball. And you're like, oh, that happens with disturbing regularity. Uh, but in terms of other spuds, Rui Hachimura. Now, there's a man who gets in his feels. Um, you understand that, and it's a bit shit. Like, goes oh of 7 as the trade rumors sort of spread. Shams like dropping fucking Rui bombs. And you're like, ah, oh, Rui, that's not... And he's like, oh, I don't like this at all. Went 0 of 7. Oof, tough. Uh, Shea Brissette, 1 of 11. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Mook Morris, 3 of 14. Thanks for your help there, Mook. Ugh. The Morai. What a waste of time. Uh, 4 of 16 for Lamello. Then hurt his ankle. God damn it. That's just Charlotte going, let's really just fucking foot down tank. OG Nobi. The OG. 2 of 13. Not great. Hard and went 1 of 6 against the Clippers. Bogdan Bogdanovich, 2 of 11. Against the Heat the other day. 3 of 12 for Grant Willie, Grant Williams couple of 1 of 7s here as well. Ice cold. Anthony was ice cold. 1 of 7 for the Orlando Magic Men yesterday. Uh, K-Love and Luca Garza also went 1 of 7. How about Josh Christopher, the man with really two first names? Uh, you can talk about Tommy Paul in the tennis as much as you want, but Josh Christopher, like that is just, how hard can you go on the fucking two first names? I'm just saying 2 or 9 and then O of 2. Malik Monk, on a bit of a spud heater at the moment. He went 1 of 9 today, backing up a 1 of 4, 4 of 7, a 3 of 13, a 6 of 11, a 3 of 9, and a 1 of 7. So in his last seven games, he's taken 60 shots as Malik, and he has made 19 of them. Now I'm no math magician, <laughs> but that's fucked. What are you doing, Malik? Oh, man, yeah, look, I know. i am just just got to hit some shots. Yeah, you do. Uh, but really, spot of the night, we're all here for Tara Eason, Damien Lee, and Josh. Hat. What do they shoot, Jimmy? Yeah, they shot 311. Old mate, no mates. Old mate, no mates. Old mate, no no mates. Old mate, no mates. Old mate, no no mates. Old mate, no mates. Who's got no mates today? I very much enjoyed Stan Van Gundy getting dunked on. 90s NBA teams had just a trainer and a strength coach. They practiced more often and harder and played more back-to-backs. Teams now have huge medical and performance staffs and value rest over practice. Yet injuries and games missed are way up. Something's not working. Kevin Durant responds, Stan spitting. Stan responds, no, I'm not criticizing. Oh, geez. Oh, Stan, you boomer dipshit. Uh, no, I'm not criticizing players. I'm saying that we're getting something wrong in how we prepare and train players. We can't do anything about injuries like yours. He fell on your leg. But all of these groin, hamstring injuries, et cetera, shouldn't be happening as much as they are. Kevin Durant, Stan, I agree with you, Lol. Philippe at East River Heron jumps and goes, spitting means you're speaking facts, Stan. Stan responds, had no idea. (laughs) This is why boomers shouldn't have the internet. I'm just saying, talk about Outback Takehouse. It's not a bad idea, though, when you think about it, is it? Is it? Just Take away internet access for boomers. Mull that over a little bit. Mull it over. Um, other old oh, mate, no mates. Justin Patton. Justin Patton's just sort of fucking hanging out, just going, oh, what? As he gets driven by, uh, by John Wall. And uh, you're like, all right. Well, here I was just like chilling, and uh, now I've got John Wall yelling about me being shit. So uh yeah, that's not great. Um so John Wall jumps on uh the weird sort of uh title thing that they had and he's dropping stuff like my first year in Houston, that's like he's basically saying, Houston was trash, trash talks about how like Harden basically half recruited him, then fucking split <laughs> before Wall even got there and he hated it. He's like, We lost tr- twenty in a row. We was trying to lose on purpose we were starting N words, uh, named Justin Patton. And he just goes on. It's like, yeah, it was bullshit. It's like, Justin Patton's like, Oh man, I thought we were cool. John Wall. <laughs> <laughs> that is some fucking classic old mate. No mates. Cause you thought you had a mate, Justin Patton. And John Wall's like, we're starting morons like this fucking dipshit. It's Like, all right. Tough scenes. Tough scenes. Uh, I've got some more John Wall in a second, but look, for all the shit that I'm about to give him, he's funny as hell. Pantsing of the night. Daddy, fat, 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 daddy, fat, fat. Uh, pantsing could have, I mean, just been Kevin Durant, Stan Van Gundy. Stan Van Gundy just self pantsing, proper self pantsing. But zoobs, Larry Markening against Euro I think he's. Anytime he sees a Euro big, he's like, all right, post up. He goes after Jokic literally every time they play, but he's dunked on Gobert, he's dunked on Vooch, he's dunked on Sabonis, and now he's dunked the absolute shit at of Zubac. So you better believe that's a panson. It's also some old mate Nomades vibes as well, right? For Lowry, he's like, eh, I got no time for these Eurofucks. <laughs> it's like, you're finished. He's like, nah, Finland's not really Europe. <laughs> Uh, it's like my antipathy towards gingers. But Jimmy, you're a ginger. Yes, I'm allowed to have antipathy. The rest of you, fucking show some respect. Um we <laughs> will all go ham on you. Who was better than Lonzo Ball? Lonzo was the best player in high school. He was the best player in college. You think he'll get to the pros and be like, I made it to the pros. Now I can be average. you coming for everybody. Come for everybody. Uh, I want to give 33-15-6 of Shangoon against the Lakers, fuck, he was good. Seriously, it's it's wild that they've got Jalen Green, Kevin Porter Jr., Jabari Smith Jr., and you're like, wait, is Shingun the best out of all of them? Fuck, he might be. Build around Shingun, let's go. Remember, Lonzo's career high is 33. Shingun just topped that. Well, equaled that, so. Uh, but Lowry topped it today, 34-12-2 with an assist and a steal. Uh, shot 6 of 8 from downtown. 11 to 20 from the floor, 6 to 6 at to the line, and put Zubac in the dust. So Larry Markinen's an all star. He might be an all NBA forward. <laughs> it's a bit chaos. And he's better than Lonzo Ball. All right, who's better than well, actually, we've seen who's better than Lonzo Ball, Jim. Who's the dickhead of the week? Dickhead of the week. So I like athlete interviews. God bless him. Usually, got a lot of time for athlete interviews. It's like, hey, man, I just want to speak my mind and say how it is. I just want to say how it is. You got Austin Rivers just being like, hey, man, we never paid anyone for a mixtape. It's like, "Mm, yeah, your dad's an NBA coach. Anyway, um, Austin Rivers, though, made some good points in his big sort of video this week. Um, I still hate him. He's still got the most punchable face in the NBA. Uh, But also, that's why. You do tend to have, like, a host who can challenge somebody, and that's what I prefer, a good challenge. Because then you have John Wall going, nah, man, we would have beaten LeBron in 2017. He's like, would you have? Really? It's, oh, nah, man, we always played LeBron tough. Did you? Really? Everybody sort of thought about, you know, oh, I reckon we could take the Cavs in 2017. You know what the Cavs did in twenty? 20- they fucking rolled everybody. Ah, oh, no, 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 we would have beaten them. It's like, yeah, but you didn't. <laughs> so cool. Thing is, so Dickhead of the Week, there's a lot of dickhead vibes in his uh, chat that you can watch. Uh, there's Some of it's like, yeah, man, I'm really enjoying, like, you know, just being a veteran around these young dudes trying to teach them some stuff and, like, Houston, I'm like, yeah, let's do that. And then they're like, oh, no, nah, we're not going to play uh, – and it's like, man, I would have just come off the bench. Now I'm healthy. And it's like, all right, well, how about you come off the bench? He's like, nah, fuck you. <laughs> and like, the folks there sort of like doing the interviews, like, yeah, man, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's rough. It's like, oh, can someone not just go, hey, John, the bit where you just said you'd come off the bench and then they went, oh, how about you come off the bench and you told them to fuck off? Do you see that you might have, there's a prop? There's a bit of a disconnect there, my friend. <laughs> just just saying. <laughs> anyway, go check it out. He's wildly entertaining because like there's a very, very sort of um very uh nebulous kind of fun, free thinking, smart talking kind of vibe to John Wall. And there's also, yeah, the very uh self serving, uh non self deprecating vibe. <laughs> <laughs> to John Wall <laughs> and the fact that he's being shot by the Clippers now you're like yeah, I can see why alright let's do some uh, yeah right after this this is Cam Glidden this is Anthony Drimick this is Miss McCarran this is Jason Caddy this is Daryl McDonald hey guys this is Hugh Greenwood yo what's going on this is Ellie. this is Mark Worthington or commonly known as though and, 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 and you're listening to NBA Australia. 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 All right, let's do some quick NRS. Brought to you by the NBA Australia Shop. Go get your merch. Get your merch. up. So get your merch. Get your merch. Wear it. Get, <jumping Knowing hizo> get your merch. Get your merch. Get your merch. Get your merch. Go not do it. Go get a hoodie, get a t-shirt. NBA Australia, they're fucking quality. NBAAustralia.com uh, slash shop or just through the socials. Boom. Go get around it right now. Help your brother out. Your brother Jimmy over here just, oh, a couple of bad days on uh, of the picks and it's all gone sideways. <laughs> it's all right. Um, right, number one, is Josh Gideon All-Star? Yeah, nah. Should he be? Yeah. Is he going to be? Nah. Look. This is a combination of uh, the fact that he's 22nd year, amazing. What he's doing is fucking incredible. Uh, since the start of 2023, he's basically 27-7. and seven. Um, Essentially, since the start of December, he's basically, I think, been about a 28-6. and six. You know who else is averaging a 28-6? and six? Fucking nobody. Basically, it's like Luca, Joker. Luca's the only other guard. Um... But even that sort of 28, 5.7, I think, is where his assist landed. It's essentially like Luka, Joker, Sabonis, Siakam, LeBron, and Gids, And that's it. The problem is, Giddy is putting up these numbers. The shooting has come along massively from 26.7, I think it was, last year, from 3 to 35 so far over this stretch. Absolutely nailing it. The shooting has come along so much. He's a Three-level scorer inside mid-range. The floaters, the passing, the shooting. It's the complete package. Uh, The thing is, like, same as last year, remember? All Giddy did was improve month on month on month on month. And this is what we banged on about last year, wasn't it? You think about where he was 12 months prior to that. He was in the NBL. And how much he improved in that time was absolutely fucking astronomical. The same exact thing is happening again this year. And it's fucking awesome. The only thing that really sort of hurts his all-star case is that, I don't know, a little bit of a slower sort of start in terms of the scoring numbers. It's like as he's adjusted to the pace and as the shots come along, he's now fucking smashing it. So, look, the numbers essentially put him above and the impact that he's probably having is probably greater than some of the other names I'm about to rattle off. But because established veterans versus a 20-year-old who can't buy a fucking beer for another 10 months in the NBA... In the States, absolutely shredding the NBA is fucking chaos to me. I love it. But the thing is, in the West, you've got Luca, You've got Ja Morant. You've got Steph fucking Curry. You've got his teammate. You've got SGA. You've got Dame. You've got CJ McCollum. You've got Darren Fox. We're at seven people already just for the guard spots. And uh, Gids just won't be able to crack that seven um, this year. If he keeps this up, he cracks it next year. Like, not a fucking word of a lie. No problems. Josh Giddo be an all star next year. Unless there's a couple of injuries this year, he's not likely to make it this year, but god damn, he almost It's almost at the point where if I reckon if the all star game was maybe a month later this year, <laughs> if it was in like the second week of March, he'd probably make it ahead of some of those dudes. But holy shit, what a legend. What a season. What a star, the mop-top mumber. Bring it on. Loving every aspect of it. The fact that he gave Nick Claxton the fucking too small the other day against the Nets, beautiful. He hit that one-legged fadeaway dagger against the Bulls like Dirk. Unreal. Unstoppable. Um, Number two, can the Mavs figure this shit out? Yeah, nah. Not with this roster, is my fear. Christian Wood, good addition. Not enough. Tim Hardaway Jr., useless. Hit some rad shots every two weeks. So that's cool. But now you don't have Jalen Brunson. You're, uh, <laughs> you're, the margin for error has gotten substantially slimmer. Because Spencer Dinwiddie, for all the good stuff he does, he's also not great. He's a good sort of filler in the gapper. He's been very, very consistent over the last sort of 12 months as well, which is pretty uh, pretty handy. He was much streakier. And it's like as soon as he gets sort of healthy and really keeps that consistency up, he's a really valuable player. But the fact that you don't really have that dead-eye, absolute fuck-you shooter is just a kick in the teeth for the mouths. Like, Dorian Finney-Smith is handy. Reggie Bullock, sniper alert. If he was an actual fucking sniper, he'd stay hot. But his, it's either he's fucking smoking hot or he's like Antarctica. Like There's no in-between for Reggie Bullock. Greenie turned a corner this year, was looking great, got hurt, hopefully can work back into form. That roster, though, beyond that, is just bereft of like just, oh, shit, here we go, a bit of wee cool young talent. And it's fucked. So the problem is they still owe a pick, uh, to the Knicks as part of the extreme zinger meal trade. The extreme zinger meal. So it sort of hamstrings what they can and can't do, right? So it's one of those sort of fucky aspects um, where kicking shit like that down the road is still maybe an option, but yeah, it's a tough one. And when they go, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll maybe try to get Bojan Bogdanovich, it's like, that's just not enough. Boyan's really good, but he's great. If he's like, I don't know, probably your fourth best player, probably not your second or third, which is where he might fall in here. They really need to do something else and just get one other absolute fucking solid FU bona fide star in there next to him. Or else it's one of those things where Luca just goes, what are we fucking doing here? And like having just sort of sat through the Q&As and everything with Dirk and you sort of see just the the sacrifice and everything that he went through. He did at least sort of have just like fucking solid rosters around him. Because even though he was like, you know, sort of the lone superstar on all of those teams, the role players really, really were just like high quality. They were either like f- standout stars previously or on the way up or were like young and hungry like a Devin Harris or something. I mean, remember Jerry Stackhouse being on those teams is always hilarious, but Finley, those sorts of dudes, they get fucking that up by going, nah, nah, we've got to make sure we get Eric Dampier. It's like, oh, God. They finally get, the, you know, the old fucking last leg Jason Kidd. It all falls just together with Jet Terry, just enough to win the 11 finals. But it's hard just to not see this happening again, isn't it? So I'd be moving heaven and earth to get something else in there. Speaking of which, the Clippers fucked. They did move heaven and earth. They got two of the superstars. The problem is, yeah, nah, yeah, they're fucked. This isn't load management This at this point. It's record management, which is fucking stupid. Just play your dudes. Oh, nah, look, I know my body, but just fucking get out there and play Kawhi and Paul George. It's like tyler has got to be pulling his non-existent hair out. Like, seriously. You got this super deep team of role players, but you know what role players are? Fucking role players. Most of them are role players for a reason. It's like, oh, let's roll Norm Powell out there with Zoobs and we'll get the win. No. You've got them because you've got Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. You need Kawhi Leonard and Paul George to fucking play. And I really like the clips going into this year, but I figured they'd at least seemingly have a plan behind how much Paul George and Kawhi could play. It doesn't appear to be a giant plan yet, but it does sort of feel like, right, Scrappy first half of the year. We're going to pare away the sort of shit bits. John Wall, probably get rid of a Morris. Probably get rid of a Reggie Jackson. <laughs> the mouthier aspects of the locker room that are probably annoying everybody, and go from there. But yeesh, team is just a bit of a mess. All right, unpopular opinion of the day. Let's do some halfway mark awards. I reckon that's probably a good idea, isn't it? Yeah, it probably is, Jimmy. Yeah, probably. Look at Look at look, like. Look, look Love it. Funnest team of the year award. Uh, it's going to go to Sacramento. Fire the laser. Most lasers fired this year. Sacramento. Fire the laser. Let's fucking go. OKC. Funnest team as well. They are just kind of like weird, funky, bit bizarre. Kind of love it. Um, in terms of other fun ones, you know, I really kind of just enjoy watching? It's very clearly the Denver fucking Nuggets. They are sick. The shit that Jokic is doing just on the DL, you're like, dude, I don't know what is going on. Uh, the worst team to ever fucking watch in the world uh, award, halfway mark, the Houston Rockets. You cannot pay me to watch them at the moment. They are an absolute fucking clown car. Uh, same sort of thing goes for the Hornets. That is just. The fact that the Hornets rehired Steve Clifford and it's like, hey, why did we fire this guy again? Oh, yeah, he was shit. Hey, what's happening now? We're shit. Uh, what do you think that is? I don't know. <laughs> like, what the fuck? It is just franchise malpractice there in North Carolina. Unbelievable. Um, best, most fun random player of the season. It's got to be Larry. What a legend. God, he's been good. Uh, the best mop-top mumber of the year award so far, uh, it's probably Josh Giddy. Yeah, uh, you mean Larry Bird with better hair. Yeah, right there. I did like that he got asked about his hair the other day. Uh, most frustrated superstar who's probably going to ask for a trade in the next 12 months. <coughs> oh, no, Trey Young. There you go. Oh, isn't it funny they were traded for each other? Hooray. Um, player who should probably be traded the most after this first half. Uh, I would have leaned towards Jimmy Butler, but the Heat have been pretty good for like the last three weeks. Because I'm like, all right, well, can we put Jimmy Butler in a better position? Because the Heat are shit. And it's like, well, now they're sixth. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Same thing goes for DeMar Rosen. It's like, can we just fucking just put, go to sleep, go to sleep, bulls. Fuck. Anyway, actual awards, MVP. Joker. This was Luka, and then it wasn't. Because they're 24 and 22. Yes, if you took him away, that's the worst team in the NBA. You take away Joker from Denver, they're probably not as bad. They've still got Jam and Jamal Murray, MPJ on the odd occasion, Aaron Air Gordon. But everything that Joker is doing is just patently fucking ridiculous. What Luka had been doing, the 60-point game, all this sort of gear, you're like, yep. Awesome. But Joker is just impacting that team on even more levels than Luca is, and it blows my mind. Uh, I've got Tatum third, Jar fourth, and Embiid fifth for the rest of the MVP. Uh, Rookie of the Year, Palo Bancaro, Benny Matherin, Jaden He's been bloody good a little bit lately. Um, I'm going to go Dyson Daniels, Jalen Williams, Jabari. Uh, Defensive Player of the Year, Out of nowhere, Jaron Jackson Jr. has been a fucking boost. He missed, like, what, the first six weeks? Doesn't matter. I think he's still going to win this. Brook Lopez, linchpin. Giannis, linchpin. OG Ananobi. Was off to an absolute flyer. He's still very, very good, though. Uh, Coach of the year, Joey Muzz. It's got to be Joey Muzz. Isn't it? I mean, Joey Muzz, he's just out there crushing it. He's got the Celtics at 33 and 12. Joe Mazula. Joey Muzz. What a fucking job. Got the gig after Emo Udoka just fucking turned into Emo Horndog Udoka. Out there, Carl Stefan overing around, doing a bit of a Michael Clark, getting his root on. <laughs> and Joey Muzz steps up and goes, Oh, I've got this. Don't worry about it. Fucking hate a timeout, but check this out. Mike Brown. What? It would be hilarious if Mike Brown won another Coach of the Year. King Daly should be up for this as well. Willie Green. Willie! Doing a great job there in New Orleans. Um, sixth man of the year. Oh, Russ, Russell Westbrook. No, fuck off. How many games has he helped them win? Oh, well, oh, they haven't had Anthony Day. I don't care. They're fucking 20 and 25. They're in 13th. Settle down. Malcolm Brogdon is the sixth man of the year. He has been fucking incredible for that Celtics team. What a presence. And Jordan Poole. Uh, he's also the winner of the most punched in the face by a teammate award so far for the first half of the season. Uh, but also third in sixth man of the year. Uh, most improved, uh, Larry Markkinen, Bol Bol, and Josh Giddy. Anyone who votes Shay Gilders-Alexander for that is a fucking just nong. What are you doing? All right, back, take us, though. Let's go. Getting late. Jimmy needs to go to bed. Let's go. It's Thursday at our back, and you know what that means? Oh, yeah. blooming onions. That's right. No prick in Australia knows what the fuck these things are. What is it? Some sort of deep-fried onion made to look like a fl What the fuck are you on about, you yank idiots? Blow it out your ass. The only onion I eat is on a fucking snag, and it's blacker than a dead dog's guts. Just saying. Only at Outback. And today's Flame Girl take is, as good as Shea and Josh Giddey are, the Thunder should still fucking tank. What are you doing? Only at Outback. I mean, it's one of those things you go, oh, we've got Chet coming back next year. It's like, yeah, imagine if they had Chet and Wemby. So you've got the Hornets, Detroit, Houston, and San Antonio, the four worst teams there by a fucking mile. Uh, San Antonio with that win over Brooklyn because Brooklyn is a shithouse. Uh, got themselves to 14 wins. And uh, beyond that, you've got Orlando. Washington are the one team that should be tanking even harder than they are. Because they're in sixth at the moment the 19 wins. Above that, you've got the Lakers at 20. They don't own that pick. The sneaky one is the Raptors and the Bulls are right there at 20 wins. The bottom of the East is a shit show. You could tank out of that very, very quickly and really improve your uh, lottery odds. Okay, so you've got 22 wins. They're in ninth. I'm usually all for fuck it, make the playoffs, get some uh, experience, but with the flattening of these odds, you just drop a couple of games. Suddenly you've got, what, the six best odds again? And a pretty good chance to jump up into the one spot, maybe. The thing is Phoenix. Oh, Devin Booker, oh, it's a bit sore still. Maybe we just stick around the top then, eh? We'll see what happens. But either way, the Thunder. We know they got Chet coming back, but you know what's better than having two stars? Having four stars. <laughs> <laughs> Thunder did it before. Sam Presti will do it again. All right, quick break. Be back with the Australian Player Watch and the Andrew Gaze Award right after this. This is Matthew Delvedover and you're listening to NBA Australia. All right, Australian Player Watch. Um, I mentioned that a man, Big Simo Ben Simmons, Fox Hill Benny, had a triple-double. I also mentioned that he had uh, almost the quadruple-double with the 10.11 assist, 10 rebound, 4 steal, 2 block effort. Also seven turnovers. Also took ten shots for his ten points. Mm, efficiency. Uh a bit of a rough one. My favorite aspect though of the Simmons thing and it's just completely underreported. So Jimmy, he took ten shots to get his ten points. Yeah, so how many uh field goals did he hit? He hit four. Hey, uh, Jim, how many uh how many fouls did he have? Oh, he had four. Hey, uh hey Jimmy, does does this feed right back into your Ben Simmons has more fouls this year than made shots. Why, yes, it does. Thanks for asking me. Uh, 114 fouls this year to 110 made shots. That is fucking ridiculous. Ben Simmons currently averaging a 7, 6, and 6, so great job. More fouls then made shots. Uh, Patty Mills got there, got out there again this week against uh, his old team, the San Antonio Bendespers. Missed both his shots, oh uh, 2 Didn't bother the scorers otherwise, so he gave it the old 6 0 2 0 0 0 0 0 He did have six points against the Thunder, though, and Giddy uh, at home against the Thunder. Went 2-7 from the floor in 12 minutes, 2-6 of which were from downtown. He also had a rebound and a steal. I just love to see Patty getting back out there and getting amongst it. So let's go, Jacques Vaughn. Play the mans. Play the mans. Um, We also had a bit of Jock Landale this week up against Memphis. He had five points, two fouls, three rebounds. Went one and two. Went 0-1 from downtown. A bit of a quiet week in Phoenix. We got a couple of games this weekend, though. Dyson Daniels, the vacuum, had a bloody good game Uh, in extended minutes against the heaters today. He had 9 points, six rebounds, three assists, and a steal. did have five turnovers, but you get that on the big jobs. Shot four of eight. And on Tuesday against Cleveland, uh, four points, four assists, three rebounds, shot two of four. That's a lot of 4s a 0-2 from downtown. He's doing all right. They're uh, They're short-handed, so he's developing very nicely, though, is our vacuum. Great job. Great to see Jack White get back out there again this week as well. That's right. After playing against uh, Rock'em, Sock'em, Blockham, Jockham, Landell and having that career high, five points and two rebound outing, uh, he got out there against the Portland Trailblazers and played two minutes. He had one turnover. Good job, Jack. Uh, Greeny Josh Scott Green mentioned that he didn't miss a shot against Atlanta today. Nine points, one rebound, one assist, and one steal. Went one on one from Three-three from three, three from three, three of three from three. No three of three from the floor. It's just good to see Josh Scott Green back out there causing havoc, going fucking ham. It is awesome. Uh, and of course Matty T Aussie Maddie T zero points one assist today uh, well actually yesterday that was against the Clippers in eight minutes and against the Lakers on Monday at two points one ass, uh, one rebound went one and one on one from the floor just out there looking pretty handsome though is our Maddie. Delhi didn't get out there this week after his uh, amazing run of uh, not missing a shot uh, so far this year this 2023 calendar year He scored a total of eight points and has not missed a shot. He's three or three from the field. Fucking crushing it is our man. There's a reason why Sacramento are third in the West, and it's all him. Uh, Jingling Joe Ingles was really good against Toronto the other day. 15 points, six rebounds, eight assists. Absolutely fucking helped carry that team. Two or three from downtown, four or five from the floor. Uh, Getting better and sort of just showing off like every sort of couple of games of like, yep, still jingles. And you're like, yes, that's our jingles. But of course, the man of the moment. Giddy up the mop top mumba. 28, 9, and 9. Equal career high against the Brooklyn Nets. 12, or 21 from the floor he went in that game. 1 of 4 from downtown. 3 of 4 at the line. 28, 9, and 9. Ben Simmons ducks him. And then uh, the 16.6 rebound, 11 assist effort today. The one block, one steal, six fouls. Fouls out, five turnovers, uh, and a smashing of the paces. He shot 8 of 12 from the floor. Did Giddy. And this is it. Like, getting right in there, getting right amongst it, just so fucking, like, his IQ and his nous. It's amazing. a oh, 2 from downtown, though, in on that one. But absolute tear, he is on. All right, Andrew Gay's Grey Mamba Award for outstanding achievement in the field of excellence. First, and the- Andrew Gay's Grey Mamba War- Clap it up. Because i am going to give this one. I mentioned this earlier. The father-son duo of LeBron. I mean, it's just stupid. 48-8-9 and Jabari Smith's like, hey, man, you played against my dad. What are you doing out here? LeBron's like, all right, young blood. Check this out. 48-8-9. The fact that it's the ninth father-son duo is hilarious. So he's played against Kenyon and KJ Martin, Gary Trent Jr. and Sr. Gary Payton senior and the mitten Gary Payton the second, Rick Brunson and Jalen Brunson, Glenn Robinson Jr. and the third, Adrian Griffin Sr. and Jr. Glenn Rice Sr. and Junior, Samaki Walker and Jabari Walker, and Jabari Smith Sr. and Junior That's fucked. Nine? Like, what are we. Unbelievable. Like, just get the fuck out of here. Like, that is just an outstanding achievement in the field of excellence for being fucking that good for 20 years. Jesus. What is he? Less than 300 points away from breaking the all time record as well. That's going to be pretty, pretty, pretty big. I would say. <laughs> but also, how was uh, our man fucking. Uh, Jabari Smith just talking shit to LeBron to do that. I think that's funny as hell. What a legend. Um, right, let's do it. Patty Mills, at Game Day Ball or Game Day Twitter check in. Because. Patty, 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 Patty with the good hair. Um, I want to go the Jock Landau, actually, route. Because our man, Rock'em, Sock'em, Block'em, Jock'em Landau, had a couple of good posts of late. Um, the Missus and the Dog, happy birthday, Squeezer, so. Gotta assume that's the missus. Lots of photos of the uh, the lady. I'm just more concerned about how awesome his dog is. Just legendary vibes from that dog. Also some travel photos from the other day. God damn, those Landau jerseys look good. I've got to get one. Alright, let's do some game previews. Game previews. Game previews. Thanks, Inverton Bane. Not a problem, Jimmy. How's it all going? Oh, yeah? Good. In the groove. Nice I'm not tired yet. Um how would we go with the picks? Uh, I mentioned we were fucking crushing the picks uh, for the first two days um, after Sunday. And it ended up 20 of 30 over the last four days. So 6 of 8 on Monday against the spread, which was fucking mega. 8 of 9 head-to-head on Tuesday. Jesus. Uh, 2 of 4 on Wednesday and then 4 of 9 today. So <laughs> it fell off a little bit. Um, but that leaves us at... 427 correct picks of 655 picks for the season. Love it. Good times. Uh, we are got a Paris game tomorrow morning. Um, Chicago go to Paris with uh, Detroit. I do like that they've got the photos of them, similar to uh, Phil Jackson and the old Bulls in Gay Uh The Bulls are wearing, like, the black warm-up tracky-dacks, and you're like, ah, oh, the iconic whites. How do you just not break out the iconic white tracky-dacks? Same as MJ and co. Anyway, uh, Bulls, seven and a half point favorites. They will smash the Pistons, even if it's in Paris. Uh, The fact that they're in Europe does not make Detroit better than Chicago. Uh, Golden State go to Boston. Now, I mentioned some fucking cracker games this week. So no Jalen Brown for Boston at the moment. A couple of other injuries here and there. Uh, But I still like Boston. They're six and a half Point favorites, which is pretty high considering that Golden State have Steph back but really they're only out Jalen Brown this uh, Celtics team you've still got some pretty fucking handy defenders I think in that backcourt to try to slow down Steph and Clay. try to uh, adding Brogdon to this mix as well is fascinating for me right from last year's finals to this let's have a look oh boy you've got smart you've got brogdon you've got what you've just got enough dudes in that backwood to sort of rotate and throw around and just sort of see how you go against the Warriors I just can't see Golden State slowing down Tatum at this point so give me Boston minus six and a half at home big win over this road they're like what is it less mad mechs than mad whacks mad hacks I don't know the Warriors stink on the road give me Boston Uh, Toronto go to Minnesota. Minnesota, I would have picked them in this. um, Toronto, you can't really trust them, nor Minnesota. I just don't really want to pick it, but Minnesota played right to the end, and they'll look fucking horrible down the stretch against the Nugs. On a back-to-back, it's a bit of a tough one. I'll take Toronto minus three and a half to get a win in Minnesota. Brooklyn go to Phoenix. Phoenix get Cam Johnson back. Brooklyn look like shit. I'm taking Phoenix. That's a half point. Uh, I've seen it plus a half point, minus a half point. I'm taking Phoenix anyway. And then Philly, they take on Portland. They are one-and-a-half point favorites against Dame and the Blazers. Embiid loves playing the Blazers. I'm going Philly minus one-and-a-half. That's what I last saw, so let's go. Philly, 28-9 for Embiid. Book it. Saturday, New Orleans go to Orlando. Um, This one, usually you go, oh, man. New Orleans will fucking kill Orlando. Eh, Orlando is sneaky tough sometimes at home. And the length, I think, will worry New Orleans. I think Orlando will pull out a sneaky win there. They just sort of do that sometimes with the traveling West teams when they come to do their Florida swing. Um, So give me Orlando. Knicks go to the Hawks. I think we'll get a big, 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 big showdown. Jalen Brunson. RJ Barrett, Julius Randle against Trey Young. They love playing the Hawks. I like the Knicks in that one. Whew, that should be a great game, though. Warriors at Cavs again. Awesome games. But the Warriors on a back-to-back, having just played Boston, you got to go Cleveland, don't you? You have to go Cleveland. Cleveland. That's right, because they will probably win that one. Um, so I'm going Cavs against the Warriors. I think Darius Garland, Donnie Mitchell. Clay Steph, they probably won't play them both on a back-to-back. Cavs should win that one. Miami at Dallas. I'm just taking Miami. Dallas, do not fill me with a fucking skerrick of confidence at the moment. Miami, they're tough. Dallas, not. I'm taking Miami on the road in Dallas. Clippers go to the Spurs. Clippers should win that. Should. Will they? Maybe. Pacers at Nuggets. Well, Clippers will, yeah. Uh, Pacers at Nuggets. Nuggets, no problem. Those poor Pacers. No Halliburton. Turner. Just of a mess. Nuggets all the way. Nets at Jazz. on a back-to-back Jazz 100%. Grizzlies at Lakers. Give me Jar. He will bury somebody in this one too in the bright lights of LA. Give me the Grizzlies flying at the moment. Kings hosting the Thunder. Awesome game. Because uh, we don't know the line for this. I'd probably take the Thunder at the line, but I'll take the Kings to win. Sunday. Celtics at Raptors. I'll have the Celtics again there. Even without Jalen Brown, I think they're just a little bit too strong. Magic go to the Wizards. Kind of like the Magic again to get, like, a silly win. What are the Magic doing in my perceived look-aheads? Hawks hosting the Hornets. Hawks will win that. We then have the Bucks-Cavs. So, flip side to the Cavs uh, getting the Sixers on a back-to-back. The Bucks get the Cavs on a back-to-back. Even though the Cavs are good at home, Bucks will probably get Giannis back for this. Middleton as well. I'm taking Giannis and the Bucks in Cleveland. Cleveland. Houston at Minnesota. Minnesota should win that one. Should. Oh, God, who knows what will actually happen. Phoenix host Indy. Phoenix will win that too. Uh, Yeah, Indy, bit of a tough spot. Um, Sixers go to the Kings. This is an absolute delicious matchup, isn't it? Delicious, delicious, delicious. That's right, Bruce. Um, Sixers will win in Sacramento and have a fucking smashing time on this road trip, apparently. It's just the Kings on a back-to-back at home. It's a home-and-home back-to-back for the Kings, but I like the Sixers anyway. And Monday, just in case we run out of time or something fucky happens on Sunday and I can't do the show, Monday's picks, New Orleans and Miami. I'll take Miami. We just saw that. And uh, Knicks at wraps. I'll take the Knickerbockers again. Uh, well, yeah, again for this weekend, having beaten the Hawks a couple of days prior. But the wraps, Knicks rematch. I'll take the Knicks. Clippers go to Dallas. Give me LA. They always beat the Dallas Mavericks. They just hate Luka. Thunder Nuggets. Ha <laughs> ha. The Pooh Bowl. Give him the Nugs. Grizzlies at Phoenix. Jar is going to fucking smash the Suns. Brooklyn go to Golden State. Golden State will kill the Nets. Lakers, Blazers. Kind of like the Lakers in that one. The Blazers, just something's a bit off. Don't know what's going on. They were fun, then they weren't. They were fun, then they weren't. They were fun, then they weren't, and now it's just going to be a pear-shaped. I think the Lakers will desperately need that one, and they'll get it. And there you go, just as my voice is fucking giving out after doing four shows today. <laughs> Fox Sports Lab NFL, Fox Sports Lab NBA, CodeBet Daily, NBA Australia. No shit. You, Jimmy, you a bit talked out, bro? Yes. Yes, I am. <clears throat> I just need some more libations, I believe. right Simple as that. Uh... Now, we should hopefully be cruising with The Daily Show very, very soon. Just stay up to date with that. Uh, We'll be back Sunday night, Monday, whatever. Either way, make sure you're following the NBA Australia Twitter, Facey, IG, rule over the socials, you know that. Check out NFL Australia with myself and Gaz, always a good one. Uh, NFL playoffs have been fucking chaos. This weekend will be absolutely no different. Cannot wait. NBA Australia.com slash shop. Get your merch, get your merch. Check us a rating review on your podcast app. Go on, do that. That's always good. Uh that's what I need. Some ratings. Some big stars, man. Some big stars. Shit yeah. Uh big thanks go to From Ozo for the intro and address song. Check out the new band House Hats They Rule. Big thanks always to Joshua Delarendis, Fascinator, Goldmines, Ramshack, Alarm, Iowa, Sex I Green, Grand Grand and Dozers for the tunes you hear throughout the show. Smash them all on Bandcamp, Triple Jane Earth, Facey, Apple Music, Spotify, and remember, NBA Australia supports Australian bands. Alright. We'll close out with a classic cooking with Bainsy to send into the weekend the right way. And we'll catch you Sunday night, Monday morning. Who knows? Just make sure you're all over it. We'll catch you then, you dickheads. This NBA Australia saying, look after yourselves, would ya? And finaliser, not Cooking with Bainesy is filmed in front of a live studio audience And now it's time for Cooking with Bainsey with your host Aaron Bangers (laughs) Bains Yeah, yeah, yeah Alright, g'day, oh g'day, oh, look at yourself, yes, g'day Cheryl, I always see you down the front, yeah, yeah, alright, oh come on, set. yeah, settle down, thanks very much, yes, welcome to Cooking with Bainsy, I'm your host, Aaron, bangers, Bains, and uh, look, on this here episode we are going to whip up one of my all-time absolute Aussie favourites. It's going to blow your mind, you can have it whenever, it's an absolute bloody treat, It is the classic party pie. Yeah, that's right. We're going to cook up some party pies for you on this episode of Cookin' with Bainsey. Now, I love me some party pies. They're easy as, mate. Definitely helps keep up this physique, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) I reckon I probably put away about 40 of these buggers per week, eh? Easy, easy, easy. All right, so, so, so. All right, you Ready? So it's bloody simple, mate. Yes, all you got to do is go down to your local soupy and just grab a box of party pies of whatever takes your fancy. Because, look, now, I like the round ones, and you can get a pack of 24 of patties, but I do also like the 4 and 20 party pies, which come in those rectangles. They're a bit easier to eat because you can just grab the end and you're not going to burn your tongue. So whatever you prefer, just don't fuck around with the party packs. The sausage rolls are absolutely bloody rubbish. So, now, it's bloody simple. Just uh, preheat your oven to 250 degrees or as hot as you bloody well want. Dump all 24 of your party pies. Don't screw around and only do 12 or half of them or whatever. Put all 24 out there because you're going to eat all of them. Trust me, you're going to eat all of them. When she's all heated up your oven, put your tray in there. Just, I don't know, look at the back of the package. See that it says 30 minutes. Now, go crack a tin. Sit back. Hang out. Once they're done, grab them out. Load them up with a bit of tomato sauce. And bobs your bloody uncle. That is awesome, isn't it? Just look at it now. Look, 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 look. This is very important. Give them a second to cool down. You probably have to only bite like the edge of one of them to open it up just to see how hot it is. Because otherwise, you'll burn your bloody tongue because the insides of these buggers are like bloody molten lava, eh? So grab yourself another tin, uh, wait for them to cool down just a little bit so they're not bloody molten lava, then get your bloody munch on. Oh, oh there you go. Look oh, oh, look at this one. That's an absolute bloody ripper. The best bit is these are as good as anything for any occasion. You've got mates coming around, party pies. Mrs. with some of her mates, party pies. Kid's birthday? Party pies. Getting home shit after a night out of the Terps? Party pies. Easy. They're just bloody delicious, mate. All right. Look, I'm just going to munch in this. And I'll probably cook up enough of them for all of you. Look at this. Here we go. Oh, how easy is that? Love it. All right. So get into the party pies. And that's it for this week. How easy? All right. Tune in next week for a new recipe. And we'll see you then on the next episode of Cooking with Bainsey.